the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. It's four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next couple of hours, we're here talking about cars and motor homes and vehicle emissions and what kind of oil and gas and stuff like that that you want to talk about. If you have a car question or if you have a car argument in your family or if you were told something by your husband and then the dealer said something different or the independent repair shop said something different, that's kind of where we come in. So we'll give you good information. We'll have a nice discussion. And all you have to do is call in. The lines are wide open. There's five of them, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by, I have a list of the best car repair shops in the Valley. You can find that at MarkSalem.com. But Larry Harker's is on that. They've been around Phoenix since 1967. They do a really good job, fast, affordable services, from auto electrical work to brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, oil changes, tire rotations, and all the way up to the most sophisticated stuff they can handle it. So if you're anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School and you don't already have a shop or you want to compare your shop to somebody else's, then call Larry Harker's Auto and ask for an oil change or something like that and see how you're treated. That's the easiest way to get around that. There's all kinds of paperwork here, and you have to forgive me because um, I'm kind of frazzled. My studio went down, and we've had all kinds of experts in here looking at my studio, and the problem with the whole issue is is that everybody turned all the knobs, so I have to reset the whole thing. And so that's the kind of difficult thing I've been doing all morning long is just kind of resetting the inputs and the outputs and all that kind of stuff. But in the absence of Gil yelling in my ear, I think we're pretty good. So nevertheless, 602-508-0960. When it comes to, to cars and, and, and maintenance, one of the things that I object to right now in our industry is is the idea that we should over-maintain your car so your car will love you and never fail. And, of course, that's just a silly idea. The manual is your manual. It's written by the people that made your car, designed your car, and you should go by the manual. There should be a reason for deviation, but maybe not. If there are a lot of senior citizens that drive to church and back, grocery store and back, and it takes them forever to get to 3,000 miles, if that's their oil change interval, or even worse, if it's 10 to 15,000 mile oil change interval, it takes them a while to get there. But the manual is the manual, and it's written for you. And so you identify from the manual, and what's going on in our industry is is that right now with newer cars we've lost a third to a half of our maintenance business a third to a half because today on the newer cars 
you don't do we used to do everything at 30,000, 60,000 and 90,000 mile intervals. Today most all of that's moved to 100. So we've lost a lot of the cooling system flushes. We've lost a lot of the transmission services and the uh, and the fluid changes which is a, a big deal. So you have to be careful because you don't want somebody taking out a very expensive synthetic transmission fluid at 30,000 miles when your car can go 100 on that fluid with no problems. Now, on the flip side of the same coin, there is a, you know what, here is brand new fluid, Mr. Salem, and come over here and smell the new fluid and then smell what the dipstick smells like. Ooh, that's burnt, yeah. Well, I did pull a boat up to Lake Powell not too long ago with my truck, and I probably went faster than I should. Okay, well, I would suggest that you just change the transmission fluid at your earliest convenience. Let's get some new fluid in there, because the stuff that's in there has been road hard and put away wet, so to speak. So that's kind of how it works. That kind of interaction is, is great. Something else that came up this week is a guy writes me a note and says that he went to a repair shop or a tire shop here in town and it's a chain store and there's a lot of them so I'm not going to identify who they are and he said that he was told that he had a screw in his tire and that they couldn't and it was against the law to patch or repair a tire that was five years old and that he would simply have have to buy a new one well he thought that that was something unusual so he left and went to the hero here is discount tire he went there and they said no, we we don't do that. We don't know anything about that. We've never heard about that. But it is a store I'm familiar with, a chain that I'm familiar with. And it seems to me that many, whether it's a sole proprietorship or whether it's a chain store or it's a franchise or whatever, it seems to me that most everybody's moving that target around a lot to suit them. But again, the manual in your glove box is the Bible for your car. So it's not true that we cannot patch a tire. It's not true. There is no time limit on the patch of the tire. The tire should expire and be taken off the road at 10 years because historically we know a tire that's north of 10 years old has a bad habit of exploding and causing serious injury and death and a lot of property damage to the people in and outside the car. So we know that. There's many of us that won't even touch a tire that's 10 years or older. So if you bring your RV in and you want the tires rotated and we look and the tires are 13 years old, there's many of us that say with polite, as polite as we can, we're not going to touch your tires. They are expired. Um, You're putting your family at risk. I don't care if you buy tires from me or not, but here's the document. Go into the lobby, log on to the Wi-Fi, and look at DOT number on a tire. And you'll see that that historically, your odds of having a serious tire problem are just huge after 10 years. There's also shops out there, and I know many of them that have done this, where we've got an elderly couple that are in Social Security and are on a budget, and they end up with two tires that are 10 years or older. But they have to budget for the tires, and they're going to go visit the grandkids in Texas. This is a true story because the shop owner told me this. He said, I, we just put two new tires on it. It's a customer that's been our customer for a long time, but we're not going to send him to Texas with a ten year, a 12-year-old, 13-year-old tire. So we just put two new tires on it, and we just pretended it 
you know, drive safe. That's all. That was the only warning they gave is just drive safe. There's lots of shops out there that do that kind of stuff. There's lots of shops out there that help their customers, but it's not the first-time customer. So you can't go in and tell us a sob story and want us to extend credit to you, that kind of stuff, for obvious reasons. It's that, it's that simple. But there's lots and lots of salesmanship going on. And here's the, the number one thing I would like you to, to think about. When you're faced with someone that's standing in front of you from a repair facility, a maintenance facility, a dealership, a franchise, an independent repair shop, whatever, and they start telling you stuff about your car, you should say to them, please just write it down and then sign your name and write your extension on it so I can get back with you. Because if if they're telling you the truth, there's no problem with writing it down. But if they're not telling you the truth, there's a big problem with writing it down. And that's the issue. It's just, it's an easy way to separate the big boys from the, from the liars and the cheats. There, there's also a, a thing going on right now with respect to reviews and, and the, all the different places on the Internet that you can file a review against a shop, whether you love the shop or you hate the shop. And all of us have good ones and bad ones, and so do I. Here's, here's what happened recently that was kind of unusual. gentleman takes his car into to the shop, and um, during this process, um, they tell him that he says, I have an appointment at 11, and they said, well, it could be up to two hours. And he says, well, then why do I have an appointment at 11 if there's a two-hour wait? He says, I, I hadn't planned for that. I had planned for you to change my oil, you know, when I got there and uh, and send me on my way so that I could get to work. So there was this discussion that went on with respect to what's good an appointment, and he's he's slightly aggravated. He admits to his voice race just a little bit, but he didn't say any bad words and so forth and so on. And so then a little later on, um, they called him back and said, you know, you want to redo the appointment? And he goes, well, what good does it do for me to make an appointment at 11 o'clock in the morning when you tell me that I'm going to have to wait, you know, whatever, whatever. So he writes what he describes, and I, and I agree, a nice review about, they told me it would be two hours, but then it would take another, they told him two hours initially, then it would take another hour to do the work. An oil change for an hour? I don't know how that works, but anyway, so he writes a review up, and the shop calls him back and says, we're really sorry. Um, we'd like you to revisit your review and and perhaps even reconsider what you said. And um, he said, so I took my review down. So I call him up. <laughs> I say to him, what did they do? What what did they say? What did they... He goes, well, he says, I, I sold out. And I said, you sold out? And he goes, yeah. I said, what does that mean, you sold out? He says, well, I can be bought for a $300 complete automotive detail. And I said, oh, so what'd they say? He said, they said that when I make an appointment at 11, I'm going to be there at 11, and they're going to take my care of my car. And if I would take the review down, then they would just give me, next time I came in, they would do a full detail inside and out, engine compartment and everything in my car. So... That throws a whole new picture into what's going on in the world as far as reviews are concerned. And you need to know that if somebody has nothing but glowing reviews, 
that's somewhat suspicious in today's environment, especially with car repair, even my own. I think our average is 4.2, 4.3. There's a bad in, a, a bad review in there about two Corvettes and blah, 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 and the car didn't run right, and they did this and they said this and all that kind of stuff. All of us have that kind of thing in the car repair industry. But it's just interesting that somebody has set a new bar where we call you up and do something to make you take your review, which then calls into to question all of the repair shops, whether it's a dealer, a chain store, an independent repair shop, a mom and pop store, whatever, our five-star rating takes a little less meaning as far as Mark Salem's concerned. Because if you're buying the bad ones and you have nothing but five-star ratings, okay, you've made all those people happy, but I'm not quite sure we're supposed to sell our story or our integrity as a customer, I should say. That the customer should use that because many of them will begin to use that and then the shop has a tough time deciding whether or not they need to buy this customer or just get rid of them altogether. So those are the kinds of questions. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back in a minute. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Today, someone will enjoy a phone call with their family, thanks to -to speech-to-text technology. Today, someone will know their rights so they can confidently advocate for themselves. Today, someone among the more than 1 million deaf, hard of hearing, and deafblind Arizonans will enjoy greater accessibility and effective communication thanks to the Arizona Commission for the Deaf and the Hard of Hearing. To learn more, visit acdhh.org. Sponsored by the Arizona Commission for the Deaf and the Hard of Hearing. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the why for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the why, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class. 
while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the why as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the why. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. Let me turn down my headphones just a little bit and... I'm still adjusting my board, so you have to forgive me. 21 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock, and we're going to, just real quick, we'll take two calls, but Automatic Transmission Exchange and Phil has been around since 1968. Phil's a good guy. He knows transmissions because he got in on the ground floor of the first two-speed power glides and all the automatics that we don't see anymore because they were huge pieces of horse manure, and the idea is that the new electronics are altogether different. However, they both shift the same. We just use different ways to shift them. So instead of a cable or a vacuum line, we use electronics. So if you need a transmission repair or you got a leaks here or you need somebody just to drive it, take into consideration no Monday mornings and Friday afternoons for the test drives because that's a real busy time for us, then stop by Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And Bob, you're up first. Hi, Mark. Hi. Do you know a shop, a tire shop in North Scottsdale that would mount and balance four used tires? If you brought in your own tires. Well, are the tires expired or are they okay? No, they're not out of date. They're just like used tires that I bought from someone. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I would imagine that you would call, you know, Walmart Auto Center. I would imagine you'd call some. They don't want to do it. The big places like that don't want to do it. Then, then. Are they? Did you stop by and say these are the tires, and I want to? And they looked at the tires and they said no. Yeah, they just don't do it because they want to sell you tires, and and they don't want to waste their technicians' time. You know. Well, I I don't agree with your reasoning because money Bob Bob, think about it. Think about it. we collect the same amount if we mount your tires or from for, for labor. We, we get the same amount of money whether we're mounting and balancing new tires or mounting and balancing Bob's used tires. It's not a matter of selling tires. It's a matter of liability. So we touch the tire last. We mount and balance it. Three days later, three weeks later, three months later, the left front tire blows out. Your wife is driving. She loses control of the car. She dies. We're going to be in the food chain. 
Now, if I'm going to be in the food chain, I want to own the tires. I don't want to do used ones. I'm thinking that's what they're saying. But to answer your question, no, I, I don't really know anybody that wants the responsibility for what effectively might be $10, $15 a tire times four and have the possibility of being you know, involved in a lawsuit because we mounted and last touched a set of tires that were used and we don't know where they came from or what kind of environment they were used in. And so I, I, you'll just have to keep calling around. I would imagine down on Washington and Jefferson, there's probably some tire stores down there that would be happy to use install your used tires because they sell used tires. But most of us um, have already been sued for stuff like that, and we just figured it's the path of least resistance because Bob and his used tires only come around you know once or twice a year, and that's all we really have to deal with it. Good luck to you, Bob. Jeff, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, I recently had some work done at a local shop and got home looking over my invoice, and I looked up the part number and discovered I could buy the exact part at half the price the shop charged me. I wonder, is that typical for shops to mark up parts like that? Well, uh, the answer is yes. There is a window, and you've hit the middle of the window. So there's guys that are going to buy le- or sell it less, and there's guys going to be sell it for the list price, and then there's guys that are going to be going over the list price. Yes, the answer okay. is yes. So, so in the in the future, am I better to figure out what's wrong with my car, buy the part, walk into a shop and say, "Can you install this for labor cost only?" No, because none of us are going to. Well, no, because I'm not going to do that. First of all, okay. you diagnosed it, and so you bought the part. And then I get it in the shop, and then I find out that the part doesn't fit your car because it's an R-VIN, and you put in a V-VIN. And okay. and then the car is now sitting in the bay or pushed out into the parking lot until you get the right part. And then you bring the part in, and we install it. And then all of a sudden, when the part fails, we're in the food chain about, well, you touched it last, or... Mark, take the part off. I'm going to send it in for warranty. Bob, I'm going to, I'm going to charge you again, Jeff. It, okay. it, it, it's not, it's not a really good idea to to do that. But let me explain something to you. There's there's a place on the internet called Rock Auto, and Rock Auto has basement parts and pricing, just unbelievable, and they'll beat my cost by sometimes ten to twenty percent. But see, Rock Auto is a trailer up in Utah with a couple of people in it, and they're ordering from huge warehouses throughout the state of Arizona. And then the warehouse calls Uber, and they have them deliver it to me, and I might get it in 24 to 36 hours. I might. Okay. And so if you you looked up that price, but I'm going to tell you a secret, okay? (laughs) Most of us know this is going on. So we're scrambling our part numbers. <laughs> so, so okay. we, we, now your 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 part also has a part and labor warranty on it. Hopefully, your shop says if this doesn't go through the one year warranty period, you're not going to pay the diagnostic fee to find out that it is bad. You're not going to pay the labor to replace it, and you're not going to pay for the part. The entire operation is free. So the question is: is would you spend an extra X amount of dollars for that kind of a warranty? That's the Got question. it. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I wasn't getting ripped off. Appreciate it. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you. And and that is that is a problem. Um, I was talking to a shop owner the other day, and he goes, we're reversing the part number. We're writing it backwards in our size. I said, well, how do you analyze if you bought that alternator more than once a year? Because we all use historical data for that kind of stuff. 
So when you look at the big picture, um, pricing on a part is no different than the washing machine. Um, that it's, Everything you buy has a markup. And in the food market, because the food goes bad, I'm told that the markup can be two times cost, three times cost, four times cost. But then again, there's a lot of carrots that go bad in, in the produce aisle. So they have to throw that. So there's all those kinds of things going on. But yes, uh, Mark Salem makes money on your part because I also have to warranty it and I also have to install it. And you paid for the installation. But yeah, Mark Salem and most everybody else makes money uh, and, and puts up. But here's, here's something I do want to tell you. You're not going to believe this and I don't care. But the average auto repair shop has a 10% net 10% net, he gets to keep 10 cents out of every dollar. 10 cents out of every dollar. Average, not the big dogs. I'm, I'm including the big dogs and the small dogs. Average. And so at 10%, then he still has to pay 20 to 2 or 3 or 4 cents for taxes. So at the end of the day, he gets to keep 6 cents out of every dollar. Now, he probably's writing off his truck and his wife's car and all that other kind of stuff. And you know how that, that game's played. But in reality, it's not like... I'm, I do a million dollars worth of business a year, and I make a million dollars a year. <laughs> that's just, that's just can't, that doesn't happen. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960. I know we have a caller on, on hold. Would you please just stay there, and I'll get you right after the break, I promised. And the rest of you, we have four open lines, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And, Gil, you know when I go 602 uh, 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 508 you know. I was about tell you. I, I, I always give my cell phone number. <laughs> I knew that your hair on the back of your neck was when I paused after the 602. So I'm going to give you the number again. We have four open lines, 602-508-0960. Every Saturday I'm here talking about cars, and you're welcome to email me, Mark at MarkSalem.com, Mark at MarkSalem.com, and if you give me your phone number, I am more than happy to call you back, because typically we can sit there and have 10 different back and forths, and I'd just rather talk to you, so a lot of times I call, and I always call from my block cell, and you can imagine that's going to happen, so anyway, right now, if you want to get on, 602-508-0960. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Curious about what your fine jewelry, high-end watches, and antiques are worth? Debating whether to sell? Gold and silver are at record prices. So now's the time to sell these items to a local trusted company. Don't miss AmFed Coin and Bullion's Big Buying Event, November 5th and 6th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at their carefree location. 
Meet renowned national TV appraisers with international experience. Learn about your items and receive honest, professional valuations from real experts. Bring your jewelry, watches, gemstones, diamonds, coins, paper money, sterling silver, and more. Avoid the crowds. Call ahead of time and get up to 10% more in value when you make an appointment. Receive faster payment compared to auction or consignment. That's the AmFed Coin and Bullion Big Buying Event. November 5th and 6th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. 500 Easy Street in the Carefree Sundial Plaza. Call 480-553-5290. 480-553-5290. That's 480-553-5290. AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. All about dance, 34 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here, and we're talking about cars and car repair problems and any kind of issue that you have. But the lines are full right now, so bear with me. I'll let you know as soon as they're open. Blackwell Automotive is the only shop in northeast Scottsdale area that I can recommend. There's lots of shops there. Some have applied and simply maybe don't have the five years experience I need, or maybe they, there's some other deficiency with the strict rules that I have. But Blackwell's a good guy. He's at 40th Street. <coughs> I'm sorry. 40th Street and Thunder. Holy mackerel. 40th Street and something. And I don't have it here in front of me. Nevertheless, Blackwell Automotive, he does a great job. 40th Street and Greenway. Thank you very much, Gil. 40th Street and Greenway is a good guy. Okay, let's go to the phones. Harold, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark. Um, About 10 years ago, I bought a lightly used Mercury Grand Marquis from a dealer. When I brought the car home and started reading the literature, I was surprised to find that I had purchased a flex-fuel engine. Now, my question to you is, I've driven this car extensively throughout the Southwest, 
And I can think of only one gas station I stopped at that offered E85. So I guess my question, I have two questions. One is, what do you do to a conventional gasoline engine to make it a flex fuel engine? And two, are flex fuel engines even offered anymore? Okay, well, this last question is easy. Yes, they're, they're, I don't know of anybody who's using the flex fuel moniker or name tag on their car. I, I, I just don't know. This was just a short snapshot of time in my world of car repair. And the flex fuel cars, what it was meant to do, it was a marketing strategy that would allow you to, to um, no matter what gasoline pump you pulled up to, um, whether it was an ethanol pump or a gasoline tump- pump or whatever, it was okay to put it into this car. Today we know that that's, it's okay. So you can buy your, your, you can go from Los Angeles to New York City and you can buy gas all the way across the, the board. So th- what do they do? Um, I think it's more of a marketing strategy because the computer and the fuel delivery, the spark delivery, and the timing is all based on oxygen sensor and manifold absolute pressure values and mass airflow values, how much air is coming into the car, how much air is going out of the back of the car, and whether there's pinging noise going on or not, what the temperature of the engine is. So the computer is making all of these very quick and and sophisticated decisions based on a lot of things. So if if you put premium in, the computer will act differently and control fuel and spark delivery much different than if you put regular in. So these were precursors to, hey, we don't care about what gas you put in it right now because the computer will will know by the spark, by the explosion, by the emissions on what what fuel you have. So that's kind of how it works. Okay, thank you. All right, good luck to you. Thank you, thank you. And, John, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark, thank you very much for taking my call. Hey, I have a... Uh, 2009 Lexus 570 SUV. Okay. By the way, it's a great car. <laughs> pretty fast, too, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty fast. It's a wonderful traveling car. Good. But here's the problem. I did something real stupid. <clears throat> I decided to upgrade the navigational system. Because, yeah. you know, 2009, you know where we're going. The only thing they had was 2013 through the uh, Lexus. Okay. So they put it in, and guess what? Only works half the time. Yeah, and I can't get them to fix it. They, you know, they look at it. Ah, no, you know, you got too much stuff in your system. And I said, Well, I only have ten phone numbers. What are you talking about? But yeah. that's the answer they give me all the time. And uh, they say, Well, it must be your computer system because you know it. it <clears throat> and that's three thousand bucks. Okay. Um, so I was you- wondering, do you know anybody that can go in and check? It's not a disc you put in. You know, it's one that they have to, mat, you know, uh, um, download and all this kind. Of, it's a, it's a well, little complicated. Uh, okay. Well, wait a minute. On one hand, you're talking about that. Um, you, I mean, if I was the dealer, do you want your money back and me to take it out, or do you want me to fix it? Which is it you want? Well, I want them to fix it, but they say they can't. It's really not the program. It's the computer, and I'm thinking, I, I don't. I don't trust the dealership, to be honest with you. Okay, I'm not going to go into that. that no, I know that roadway, but but 
and, and and because there are some really good dealers out there, and there's a few of them that make everybody look bad, just like in the independent market. I think what you should do is, is is write a nice letter to customer service at the dealer and just say, it appears I only have two choices. And the first one is, I'd rather you fix it. And the second one is, is you're full of excuses why I can't use this. So I would like very much for you to remove the software or hardware, and I'd like a refund. And I'm happy to take it, if you do business with the dealer, I'm happy to take it as a credit. That's what I'd do. Yeah, well, I don't, have a, I don't do business with them anymore. So. Okay, well, then forget that part. But just um, just just say to them, and and then you can file a Better Business Bureau complaint against them. You can, and 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 I think the gist of your story has to be real short. They put it in; it worked for a while. Then it doesn't, and they're blaming all this other stuff on it. But they can't fix it. They can't Correct. fix it. So they're guessing about what it is, but they don't really know why. Now, that's exactly have ta- it. Have you taken? Yeah, I've walked this path before. Have you taken um have you taken any of the information that maybe came on the box and googled it to see if what happens if there's lots of people out there I mean have you have you asked the internet for some kind of help on this because sometimes you'll find something in there that's really bad where this dealer or or the manufacturer had said at this particular point we're going to be making prorated refunds or you find somebody who says, "No, this dealer fixed mine, and his name's Joe, and here's his phone number." So I think no, you have two I choices. Have, you know what? I, I've gone on the internet, but the, the only thing they say is that because this system is has to be programmed into the computer, not a disk. You know, uh, uh-huh. there's no answer to it. So I never got the box because it went strictly to the dealership. And I will say this: a friend of mine owns a uh, Toyota shop, and he only works on Toyota, and he said. I did the same thing. It was a huge mistake. They could never fix it. He fixes only Toyotas. And he said, so I will never do that again. And he says, I wish I would have known you before. I would have told you I'd never do it. Well, so it's, I don't it, know if there's another company that does it. Do you know any companies no. that work on navigational systems? No, it's a proprietary one. They're going to load it into you. First of all, they have the keys to your computer, so they're going to yes. load it in there. And they're probably the only one that has access to the to the. But it's it's a it's a problem that uh, we need a we need a a fix for. And somebody needs to go in and flip this switch from a six to a sixteen, and everything is fine. But but no, you only have two choices: complain a lot, or suck it up and say I'm glad it didn't cost me six thousand dollars. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. Good luck to you, John Byron and Patrick. You stay right there. We're going to come back right after this. America, for which it stands. A lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. We are led by buffoons. They have no idea what they're doing. We know that now. They're imposters. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. There must be accountability. Biden must resign or be impeached. This is America. But it doesn't have to be, and we can't let it. Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, and Charlie Kirk are coming to Phoenix as 960 The Patriot presents America for which it stands and how to defend her in an age of authoritarianism and censorship. The most important event of 2021, a year in the making. November 16th at the historic Orpheum Theater. Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, and Charlie Kirk. November 16th, tickets and event info at 960thepatriot.com. 960thepatriot.com. Sponsored by Midas Gold Group. 
Wings for Warriors Foundation is nationally recognized. 501c3 nonprofit organization in support of veterans, first responders, and their families. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala, a night of honoring and giving, Thursday, November 11th from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Madison Center for the Arts. There will be a dessert and cocktail reception with live music performances, silent and live auctions, an impactful keynote speaker, and much, much more. Wings for Warriors Foundation supports the holistic needs of veterans, first responders, and their families with transformational growth, well-being, and spiritual fitness. This event will be raising funds to support faith-based trauma counseling, equine therapy, Gold Star Family Retreats, Hyperbaric Oxygen Treatment for PTS and TBI, and camaraderie and healing adventures. Wings for Warriors Foundation goes above and beyond the call of duty for our military and first responder communities. For further event details, tickets, or sponsorships, please visit wingsforwarriors.org. Help them celebrate 10 years of service at their upcoming Veterans Day Gala. 50, well, welcome back, everybody. We're going to go straight to the phones because we've got a full bank of lines and stuff, and then I'm going to tell you about another shop. But, but, but Byron, we're going to take you first. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Good morning. I'm very impressed with your honesty and your forthright explanation, so I appreciate that. Thank the you reason very for much. the call is, is, I, is I frequently like to listen for the two-hour program um, through my earbuds. Uh, are, are you on iHeart or Odyssey or one of those apps so I can... Plug it in. Um, Gil, they, that's my engineer. He's the guru at the station because I'm in Tempe right now. I don't know the answer oh, I, to that, Gil. What do you think? Well, you can listen to the broadcast after the show um, on uh, the KKNT960.com uh, website. Um, and listen to uh, weekend shows, and it should be up there 10 minutes after the show today. Okay. You oh, can, okay. And then also at MarkSalem.com, we have every single show we've ever done. In archives, wow. and, and the difference between me and the station might be I don't do commercials, so it's really an hour and a half for a two-hour show. <laughs> okay. That's true, Dan. So you can well, go either one I'm of those. From, I'm from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and they have a gentleman who's also very good, but he only lasts about 20 or 30 minutes. And you're a very, very, very enjoyable to listen to. Go, oh, gosh darn, you made my day. Tell him you're not related to me now. you <laughs> well, not I'm well, what do they call it? A snow turt, snowbird? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's me. So thanks very much. I'm going right. to look forward to looking and uh, finding it. Thanks, Alrighty. sir. You betcha. Have you, a great day. And to you, Susha, sir. Um, Patrick, you're up next, buddy. Hey, how's it going, man? I love the show. And uh, I just had a quick question. I just recently bought this uh, 2013 uh, expedition from a dealer, and it's like, it was like new pretty much, but you know, under under fifty thousand miles on it and it's awesome. But then when I get it up to cruising speed on the highway, it seems like there's a vibration in the in the wheel, uh, as I'm cruising down the road and and so I had my friend look at it, he's kind of like a mechanic and he's like, The the uh tie rods seem like there's play in it or something. So okay. and then I was thinking, uh we we have a warranty, like a three month warranty on this thing. Is that is that something that maybe that I can bring it back to the to the dealer and fix and how would it how would I go about like you know okay. getting them to fix that? Okay, first of all, you don't tell them about your friend. Okay, you okay. don't tell them about your friend. Um, what you do is you make an appointment and you say, "Hey, I just bought this and I'm really happy with it, but I've got this problem that I can duplicate keywords there, 
that I can duplicate. I understand you don't want me in on Monday morning and Friday afternoons because you're busy, but give me an appointment where I can take somebody on a test drive. I promise I won't take them very long. I'm going to show them the problem, and then I'm going to have my wife pick me up at the dealership. That is the home run. But if you go in there and tell them your buddy, who's a quasi-mechanic, thinks says it's the tie rod ends. And, 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 and let me also say this. I want to ask you, when you have this problem, is it? do you feel it in the steering wheel, in the, in the seat of your pants, or both? Um, well, me, I'm pretty sensitive, so I feel it everywhere. But my wife never even feels it. Like, she doesn't. Okay. She's like, she, she, she does now because I told her about it. But she's the one that's okay. driving the vehicle, and then... It's been like a almost a month since we bought it, and then okay, I okay. Stop, stop. I'm, you have this has to be give and take. This has to be give and take. Okay, so you, I, you're saying both in the steering wheel and the seat of your pants. Now, does the steering wheel vibrate like north and south, east and west, or is it sawing? Wait a minute. <laughs> does it saw left and right? Actually, I don't even know. It just kind of vibrates. Okay, well, see, that's the problem. Because you have to answer those kinds of questions. Because I can diagnose your car right now if you knew the answer to that. So if it's a tie rod end, the steering wheel is going to go left and right, left and right, left and right a little bit. And when you get out of the car and you turn the steering wheel all the way to the right, there's a tie rod end staring you at the face. And now you take the steering wheel and you go back and forth just a little bit, a couple inches left, a couple inches right. And you can actually see the top move and the bottom not move. And you go, and you get the tie rod end. But a tie rod end doesn't usually cause a vibration. It causes a, a, a left-right sensation in the steering wheel. So the vibration, if it shakes the whole car, it's usually in the back of the car. If it shakes just the steering wheel, it's usually in the front of the car. And it could be a bad shock absorber. It could be a tire balance. It could be a tire that's uh, it's, it's got a bad um, tread. There's all those things. But forget all of that. Just say to them, I'd like to take someone for a ride. I promise I won't have them for longer than 10, 15 minutes because... People take our, our technicians. I had a lady take my technician halfway to Tucson one day. And he yeah, called me on his that. phone and he says, I think I've been kidnapped. So from at this particular point, that's why I'm saying on behalf of all the shop owners, you ain't taking my technician halfway to Tucson because you can't get it to happen. But wait just a minute. It'll happen. It'll happen. No, no, no. You've got to be able to make it happen. So i got to run, but thank you very much, Patrick. Good luck to you. Bob, you're up next. Hi, Mark. Hi. Hey, um, I've got a different kind of a question. I've got a 1972 Plymouth Cuda with a 340 motor in it, and I was driving it yesterday. My destination was about 15 miles away. It was running a little warm, but nothing that I was concerned about. I got to where I needed to go. As I was walking away from the car, I heard it pop, and the upper radiator hose blew off of the thermostat housing. So, anyways, I let it cool down. I filled it back up after a couple hours with new antifreeze, put the hose back on and the clamp, trying to get it home. I got about three miles away, and it blew off as I was driving. Okay. Um, question is, could it be a stuck thermostat? Or no, no, I'm no, kind no, of open. No. This is time for questions. It's time for uh-huh. questions. When you say it was kind of running hot, where on the gauge? Was it quarter, half, three quarters? Was it flirting with the red, was, or was it in the red? No, it was below half. Below half? Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of warm. Your CUDA can run between quarter and three-quarter, and I wouldn't have any problem with that whatsoever. But it does sound like that you have blown a head gasket because what, unless, of course, the hose wasn't put on right, unless, of course, the clamp wasn't appropriately tightened, I don't know. 
and then also you could have a, a, a radiator cap that is supposed to be a 12-pound cap, and somehow or another it's now a 20-pound cap, which lets the cooling system go into a, a pressure range it's never seen before. But this is an easy diagnosis. It's really easy. You put the hose back on, you, you pump it up with some air, you look at the cap, it's a 16-pound cap, you put 18 pounds in the cooling system, you walk away from it, you come back two hours later, you start it up, and if it starts running poorly, you shut it off, you pull the spark plugs and find out which cylinder has water in it. That's it. It's easy diagnosis. Okay. But if it, blew the, if it blew the upper hose off for one of two reasons, you've got internal combustion, you're pushing exhaust and, and compression into the cooling system, and, and obviously it's going to blow that hose off, or you didn't do it perfectly. And it's probably okay. more likely because you didn't say some things here that I would listen to. You know, Mark, when I start it up, after it sits for a while, it runs really, really bad, and then it just mysteriously runs better. Well, see, that cylinder is now full of water, and until we get mm-hmm. the water out, it's not going to run good. And you didn't right. say that. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking you put a new radiator cap on it, put some 50-50 coolant in it, and, and tighten up the hose or, or, or double clamp it and see what happens. Now, you also run a risk, if you do have a combustion leak, of blowing the radiator to hell. So okay. you have to be careful about this. But for it to get into that hot zone, it's going to be past the three-quarter mark. If the gauge is working, it's going to be past the three-quarter mark. Okay. Okay? All right. What yep. part of town do you I'll live look. in? Do, do you do you uh, have a shop? North, North Peoria. Okay. Um, Harker's is down there at 38th Avenue in Indian School. He's a pretty good guy. He's an old guy. He's, he's I, I mean, you know, those of us that have gray hair c- coming out of the neck of our uh-huh. shirt, you know what I mean? And so if you needed some help, he would be able to help you. Okay? Great. Uh, thank you, Mark. I appreciate okay. it. You're welcome. Don, you're up. How can I help you, Don? Mark, how you doing? I've got a 2015 Buick LaCrosse. Uh, I've got 67,000 miles on it. And I've got an unusual situation, I think. Uh, the driver's seat is electric. Okay. It's easier for me to get in and out of it if I um, let the seat go back as far as it'll go, and then when I get in, I pull the seat forward so that I can adjust it to my uh, my height. Okay. For the last several uh, months, it's been at different odd times. It'll kick out these little plastic uh, pieces, and it also kicks out a little... Uh, it kicks out the ball bearings that I think belong in the bottom of the seat. <laughs> okay. And I'm wondering, uh, what kind of a fix would that be? Is it a is it something that the mechanic would fix? Or is it something that the body shop should fix? Either one. Um, it it Either the one. base the the base of the seat that has the mechanism that allows you to go in two directions, four directions, or six directions, um, is between the seat and the car. And so you just pop the whole assembly out. You unbolt the seat from it and you start working on it or you replace it. So either one, a, a, a paint and body shop or a mechanical shop um, would be it. Now, do you have, see, here's what I'm thinking out loud, but don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Usually paint and body guys have a little less of a, a mechanical labor rate than the rest of us. Right now, most everybody in the mechanical rate somewhere between 115 and 145 an hour. Historically, paint and body people have a paint rate but then on the mechanical side, they're a little less. You, you might shop that. Okay. But can you suppose this is a, is it a whole new seat, or can these uh, bearings and this plastic rod be replaced? It depends on the person taking it all out, because um, most of us old guys would find it that is a challenge. 
<laughs> and and we would put it back together. But but the plastic pieces you're talking about is part of the ribbon that makes it go up and down. And I think if the ribbon's bad, they might make a rebuild kit for that. I just don't know. Okay. So you could um, you could also call the dealer parts and say, hey, do you have a rebuild kit for the seat base on my six way electric seat? See what they say. Okay, re- rebuild kit. Yeah. For my six-way electric seat or four-way electric seat, whatever you have. Okay. Any idea about cost? No. No, I don't. That's something we do two or three times a year, and it's just not on my hard drive. I'm sorry. Okay. I appreciate the help. I really do. All right. Thank you, Don. All right. We have open lines available, 602-508-0960. Five of them, I think. Gil, right? Five? You have five, and it's all open. And they're all open. So we're going to be here for another hour. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And for whatever reason, I just can't find a happy place on my board. So that's why you're going to have to send me the show afterwards, Gil. I think I may have said that, but for some reason or another, my 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 board is crazy. Folks, it, this is what happened. Um, we lost connectivity with the radio studio in our auto repair shop. I usually push one button, two button, three buttons, and Gil and I talk and we do the show. I can be in the radio stu- studio at our repair shop that's closed on Saturday, by the way, in my underwear. No one's going to care because no one's here but me. Well, something happened, and my daughter had some computer people in, and they replaced the switch and the hub and the firewall and just upgrade a very archaic system. In the process, we lost the ability to log on or even touch the internet with two pieces of radio equipment. So two weeks, we've got everybody we can think of coming in and taking a look at what was wrong, and no one could find it. Meanwhile, I take the equipment to my house, and I do shows off the Wi-Fi network at my house, <laughs> which doesn't please my wife because everybody has to be quiet and the dogs can't bark and all that jazz. So today's my first day back. During this process, the board um, that puts this radio station to Gill and to the station, everybody's twisted every knob available on this thing. So I am in the process of trying to level out what comes out of the volume of what comes out of my mouth to the volume of what's coming back to me. So it's called local and return. Local is me talking and hearing, and return is Gil talking to me. So it's been a difficult thing, and I'm a car guy, and I'm not a board op. <laughs> I'm, I'm really struggling with trying to, to get this all. But he, let me tell you what happened. So finally, I call this guy named Fred, and he works for Fox, and he works in those big sound trucks. And I said, this is what we got going. He goes, ah, I got this kid that works for me. I think he's 8 to 10 years old. He looks that way. His name is so-and-so. And I'm going to have him call you, and he's going to want to come onto your screen, and he's going to want to be able to push some buttons himself. And I said, doesn't make any difference to me. If he's got a magic wand, count me in, tell him I'll pay him whatever he wants. So Jeremy logs in, and you can see he's talking, and he's talking, but what he's typing is code. And I'm watching the screen, and he's checking this and checking that and looking at this IP address and looking at this IP address. And all of a sudden, he's looking at the firewall and the settings. And then, and he's talking about his kids while he's doing this. And, and he just keeps going on and on and on. So finally, he goes, oh, there it is. And I go, what do you mean, there it is? And he goes, well, you're looking at the same screen I am. Yeah. 
See those two little switches up on the right? Yeah. Well, the one should be on. Why? Well, see, Mr. Salem, you have all Windows computers in your building. Yes, sir, we do. They're all Windows-based computers. But you have an Apple PC in your radio studio, and you have a Comrex Matrix, and both of those are other than Windows. So if you open that switch up, then the two pieces of equipment that don't work, which are non-Windows, they will work. Watch, Mr. Salem. And he split, and all of a sudden, boom, we're done. So we'll be back. You're right. I'm sorry, Gil. I'm not looking at the right clock, but we'll be back in a little while. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 